This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sean Levine will step into the cage with Brendan Tobin in Are You Gonna Fight Me? I'm gonna fight your ass. Here on Tapped Out. That's right, fight me like a man. Only on the BetQL Network. You know the rules. I want a good, clean fight. When I tell you to break, I want you to step back up my command and break. Now go back to the corner and come out fighting at the bell. Welcome back into the BetQL Network with my um, opponent. Slash co-host Brendan Tobin. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. We're going to fight each other here in just a moment, but I mean, we just had an all-time classic off-air fight between what Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon. I don't even know what you guys are talking about, to be honest with you. So, what did, did we have a victor? Who won? I mean, I won. It was a simple. It was a simple. You know, it was tapped out by Jake. He 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 wanted none after I mentioned that. You know, Pokemon's a gazillion-dollar industry every year. What the hell is Yu-Gi-Oh? Nobody knows. By the way, are you seeing me frozen on your screen right now? I did, because, yes. Dude, my lazy eye is in good form today. Like that thing. You look is, like a chameleon, I, I dude. I really do. I really do. And I don't even take offense to that because I actually do look like a chameleon. All right. For those words, you got to fight me. That's how the segment goes. I make a statement and Brendan's usually wrong. Um, Let's start here. Colby and Bilal in the works. Looks like we might end up actually seeing that fight. I can guarantee you that at some point Colby Covington fights for a belt again. Uh, I'm not going to fight you on that. I feel like Colby is definitely good enough to go fight for a belt again, especially if Kamaru Usman isn't the champion, which he's not right now. If he doesn't get his belt back, I think I think Colby's got a very good argument to be back there to be back in a championship. I think the idea that the uh, that when Usman was reigning and he had two wins over him. Uh, it was a tough sub, much like uh, Curtis Blades is dealing with in the heavyweight division. No Francis Ngannou anymore. New life for him. He's right back in there as a top contender. It's just one of those tough positions that you're in when you have multiple losses to the man who has gold, but that's not a problem for Kobe uh, currently, and it might not be after the rematch. We'll see. It looks like Joanna Ojechek has re-entered the USADA pool. Looks like at some point she's going to get back into the octagon. Would you fight me if I said in the hierarchy of women's mixed martial arts, I have her ahead of Rose. I know that Rose beat her a couple of times, but I just think of Joanna Ojechek before I think of Rose. Um, yeah, she's like the Ronda Rousey of the the small fighters. I can I can understand why you're there, but I don't think you can argue that her resume is going to be better than Rose's. Like Rose beat her soundly. 
Um, so, I mean, for me, I go thug Rose, but I, I understand where you're coming from there because of just, yeah, she kind of opened up the door. She was the first, you know, kind of little woman star there after Rhonda opened the door completely for women. Little women is an underrated book, by the way. I read that in seventh grade. There's, no, you didn't. I don't believe you. I don't believe you wrote. I don't believe you read little women. Well, if I get called out and I'm lying, then I just admit to it and I'm lying. So I, I was supposed <laughs> there's, there's to read no it. No way. I, I, I like, dude, it's Cliff Notes. Like, what did terrible. you do? I would never read that book. So, yeah, I apologize. Maybe it's the greatest thing ever, but I've never. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Um, let's see. John Jones. Obviously, we know that uh, John Jones is coming back. Um, are you going to fight me if I say there's no way that fight versus Cyril Gon goes the distance? And before you tell me that a lot of fights go the distance with John and it's surreal with the distance with Francis and Ganu, I just think both these guys know how big this fight is where they're coming in to finish the other guy. And I think John has more ways to finish surreal than the other way around. But I also don't think that you put enough stock into the fact that John's been gone for three years and he's coming up another weight class and he's fighting a guy in surreal gone who, yeah, coming off a loss, but he lost to Ngannou, who everybody loses to. So I just there's, there's no way this one goes the distance. You gonna fight me? Yeah, I'm gonna fight you big time. I actually would be surprised if it didn't go the distance. I think really? that uh, the way both these guys, yeah, I just feel like first of all, it feels like you. I feel like both these guys are gonna almost take two rounds just to kind of feel each other out as it is. And you know, John's John can be a finisher. He can't be a finisher, but sometimes you know, it's it's one of those where it's he can play with his food a little bit. You know, sometimes it takes them a, a, a little bit to get going. I, I just feel like it's going to be one of those where there's going to be a lot of figuring things out in this fight. And the idea of it ending, you know, maybe it happens because it's heavyweight. But I feel like these guys are uniquely built in this division for it to go the distance. I disagree. I don't think John wants it to go that deep because when you put on all that weight and it's your first time and you've got all the adrenaline and all those different things going, you could burn out real quick in those late rounds, fourth and fifth round. And that is the last thing you want to do when you're locked into a cage with Francis and Ganu. So I actually, it's funny how different we feel about this. I think somebody gets somebody out of there early. I'm not talking about the first round. I agree. They dance around and feel each other out for a round. But after that, dude, like if you're going to unload your money on a round, and this is the way to make some really good money, by the way. It's hard to hit. But if you can pick the round, that's going to finish in two or three. I feel more confident, BT, that that's going to finish in the second or third round than I do telling you which fighter is going to win. Yeah, but here's the thing with that. Like, I get your theory with that because you think John's going to put on a lot of muscle, but he's never fought like a power puncher. Like he's typically very methodical. He breaks guys down. He's going to kick at their knees. He's going to try and slowly break them out. So he's never been a guy that really puts pedal to the metal unless like, you know, he gets a takedown on somebody. And he just feels like the, you know, unless why, John, you're, and you're unless, exactly right. But let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. because he hasn't been afraid of guys at light heavyweights, one punch knockout power. And you have to be when you move up to heavyweight. So that's buyer beware, man. Like if that's the way that he's fighting and you're right, and he's going to fight like he always has, he's asking for trouble, bro. I don't know, man. Like, I just feel like he's, he's got such an ability to make guys uncomfortable in the octagon. Like we, we we underestimate how smart this guy is in the cage. I think he's I think that's one of the greatest qualities that he has. He can adapt to things. Absolutely. I get it. The last thing that we have in his in in our memory banks are the Santos fight and the Reyes fight. 
But I, I, I just feel like there's the X factor for me with John is always motivation. That when this guy is motivated and there's something that really means something to him, God, he doesn't look like he can be touched, whether it's DC, whether it's rematches against Gus. I just feel like the guy is an absolute machine when he wants to make a statement. When it's, you know, just contender after contender, I, I don't think that really gets gets him up. And I feel like that's why it took a while for him to get here. And now we're here. And he also has the chance to really be the man and have people forget about Francis Ngannou. Um, I think that's going to be important for him too because he doesn't want uh, almost a Daniel Cormier-like situation where people are saying you're not the real champ. He wants to come out and and show that like he's been building for this for a while. I don't necessarily think that means he has to go finish. I think he's still going to fight like John Jones. And usually, if you fight like John Jones, like you take your time to break down your opponents and usually break their will. But it doesn't necessarily mean it ends in a finish. There's such a great argument, really, for both sides. Like if you want to argue what you are with John, where you just say he's the greatest of all time and the time off he's had time off before and he's come back and he's been awesome. And he he's, yeah, he, he wasn't motivated against Dominic Reyes and those dudes at the end of his light heavyweight run. That's all a great argument. The counter argument is, but dude, he hasn't ever fought at this weight class. He didn't look great the last time out. He has been off for three years and nobody gets better not doing their job. So it's just, man, you can make so many arguments, which is why, I'm so curious to see what the line ends up. Right now, you got Cyril Gaon as a slight underdog. You have to pay the John Jones tax the same way you got to pay for Notre Dame football or Kentucky basketball. You got to pay a little bit. Let's just call it what it is. This is a pick 'em fight. It's not going to go off as a pick 'em, but this is the ultimate. You can make arguments for either side, and you really can't be wrong. I, it has a lot of great mystery to it and a lot of great angles. It's going to be a fascinating fight. Uh, up until the the they they close the cage door, I can't wait to see it. And I, I think it's going to be one of those that we might watch the first thirty seconds and be like, "Oh man, I was way wrong on that," or nailed it. I I, I think that I get the people who are skeptics. You, you're right. Normally, you don't do well when you're not doing this. I do. One of the things that I I always go back to and having faith in him is because he's just got such a unique qualification and being out and having life be disrupted and still come back and do awesome stuff if this was anybody else i would be on everybody's side on that this is the one guy i will give a pass to because he's the best i've ever seen do it i've seen him be away from the sport the only other mystery is hey he's going up in weight class but we've kind of always wanted to see him at this weight class and i don't cyril gun's a big heavyweight but he's not like this hulking intimidating heavyweight where like i feel like he's gonna ragdoll john jones i just saw him get ragdolled by a guy who can't wrestle so i i feel like in a lot of ways this is the perfect step up for him um and and then we'll see we'll see how long this reign goes for him if it, if he gets the are you more excited for john versus gong that just sounds cool or are you more excited for volkanovsky and his fight versus islam oh john versus gone like i i don't get me wrong. I like Islam versus Volk and and it's cool like it's number 1 versus number 2, but these are two very these these are two guys that just got their flowers. Like you're talking about a guy who he's he's like That's not true. Sure. That's not that, that's not true. That's not true with Volkanovski. He's been around way longer than you're talking about. He's right been around now. dude, like, but he's, how much he's that Fair enough, but how much disrespect was he getting because people said, "Oh, you lost those Max fights. You didn't even beat Max, or you only beat Max in one of those fights." You th people thought him and Max were this close up until he just whooped Max. 
So I feel like he's he's just on the cusp of him really getting his just due. Maybe it's unfair. That's just how I feel. And then Islam just won the title. So it's great. Don't get me wrong. It's a great fight. But if you're asking me which one I'm more excited for, I've been waiting for John Jones' heavyweight debut for years. I think it's one of the, the, the great mysteries in the sport we've been wanting and, and been waiting for for a while. So, yeah, by far it's John versus Gone. And it's all about John, apparently. You just answered it. I mean, because Gone is basically yeah. the same thing you said about those other guys. He's kind of the, the, the new guy to the party if you will it could but, be, yeah know, it could it could be it could be john versus blades it could have been john versus stipe any of the top guys and i would have been more excited because yeah john john's Bl- 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 blades doesn't wet my palate all that much even though he's an absolute beast but if it was stipe obviously it would this one this just looks good on a poster right like john staring down surreal gone just these dudes it looks cool um you mentioned in ganu you're going to fight me. So, first of all, the, the, the newest news on that, and this came out literally a few hours ago, is that Nganu's team is apparently in talks with Tyson Fury's team to try to figure out the super fight thing. That's how these things start, obviously. So, we'll see if it ends up happening. Are you going to fight me if I say, once that does happen and the odds come out, Nganu plus 1,500? What I'm telling you is Francis Nganu has absolutely no chance of winning that fight, and I can't imagine anyone would put their money on. No, I'm not going to fight you on that. That's why I feel like it's a bad fight to make. I, I feel like they're going to be very surprised on how poorly that does uh, at, at pay-per-view. I, I really feel like if Francis was smart about this and he wanted to make a boxing match, the fight that he should go get is Deontay Wilder. Because even though Deontay Wilder would still be a favorite and and is you know as big as he is, if not bigger, I think he's 6'6", I still feel like people disrespect Deontay Wilder's boxing ability. And you're talking about best power puncher in boxing, best power puncher in the UFC. You just have like what you're saying. Plus 1500. I feel like it would be something more palatable, like plus 700 for Deontay Wilder. Cause you're going to feel like you're going to be watching just a slugfest between both of them. Do, do, even do, though, do you think, do you think Francis Ngannou could beat Deontay Wilder in a boxing match? I don't, but at least you could tell me if he told me there was a chance, at least like if, if, something if some kind of exchange i i would say okay i could see it. i don't see it with tyson fury tyson fury is way bigger than him he's a way better boxer than him he's too smart of a fighter deontay at least i feel like if deontay is going to go in there it's not like deontay is not a smart fighter but i know deontay is going to go in there trying to hit that right hand just like francis Ngannou would be so for me i just i i really feel like that's a more interesting fight i feel like it does better business the only reason I feel like people think it's a it does good business for Tyson Fury is maybe the British crowd, I guess. But I, I don't feel like the boxing fan is going to buy into this. I think they're going to think it's a sideshow. If you told it, it was Deontay versus Francis, I feel like people would get really into that. I feel like we could talk each other into, hey, but what if? What if? like That was always the argument with Floyd versus Connor. Maybe it was stupid, but you'd be like, what if Connor lands that sweet left hand on him? And one moment. Um, at least there wasn't this grand size. That's the, that's the thing people are missing with Francis versus Tyson. Tyson is way bigger than Francis. Francis looks bigger than everybody in an octagon. You're going to be shocked how much smaller he is than Tyson Fury. Is it like standing next to an NBA player? Because the first time I did that, when I stood next to Eddie Curry the first time, I almost passed out. Like, it's just unbelievable how big these human beings are. Although, I think that's why people are watching. Obviously, Connor and Mayweather had the appeal because of who they were, but 
and Ngannou doesn't have that type of name value. Maybe you could say worldwide Tyson Fury does, and at one point Deontay Wilder did, but it's just the sheer size of those guys, right? This is Godzilla versus King Kong. So I think that everybody would be fighting no matter who ends up getting it. It's a golden ticket. And apparently, at least from Ngannou's perspective, it's it's the way to make the most money the quickest because he's, it's not like he didn't get good offers. Maybe he didn't get the offers that he was looking for financially, but he had enough to set up Ngannou's is, 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 is for generations. And instead, he chose to basically be a free agent and see what happens. So we'll see what happens anyway. That's you going to fight me. Coming up next, we'll get back into a fight that I absolutely hate. I cannot believe that for Conor McGregor's comeback fight, they gave him, well, if you don't know, I'll tell you, coming up next, you're locked into the bet, you won't. Thank <music> you.